Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. Today, we're going to be talking about pornography and masturbation. First off, let me tell you, y'all be killing me. Y'all really do. Y'all are the most graphic people I have ever met in my entire life. Um, I get to mentor to people. Uh, I get to mentor people one on one, and I absolutely love it. Um, but people are just really uh, graphic when it comes down to certain things they struggle with, and you know. It's not your fault. You're being thorough. I get it. But sometimes I just got to pray in the spirit a little bit and just be like, Holy Spirit, cover me because uh, y'all be getting mad graphic. Now, in talking to people um, about pornography and masturbation, I thought that it would be a good idea to go ahead and do a podcast on it. Um, because someone that I was talking to uh, earlier this week was like, yo, that was so good, so insightful. And I was like, let me just throw this out there because I know that there are millions of people that struggle with this, not just people coming out of the LGBTQ, just anyone in general, right? And so when it comes down to this topic of pornography and masturbation, um, there are, we're going to talk about two different types of uh uh, issues when it comes to this. Okay. You may find yourself in one category. You might find yourself in both categories. Okay. Now the first category of person is just a regular person, a human who has sexual desires, desires to be intimate and your sex drive is on 10, you know, and you're just trying to figure out how to deal with it as a Christian who is celibate until marriage, right? Or just celibate in general, whatever, right? And so you're trying to figure out how to deal with this sex drive that just seems to drive you absolutely nuts every now and then. Um, and so for this person, uh, which is pr- probably like everyone, okay, um, unless you're just good, I don't know, whatever, or, you know, your sex drive is just gone. Um, but 1 Corinthians ten thirteen it says this, it says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, He will always provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it, okay? Um, Before you even turn this off, okay, I'm going to hit that second person up in in a second. And that second person is the person who deals with demonic activity when it comes to sexual things, okay? But back to the first person. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it's saying that, You are not the only one that is going through this, that has struggled with this, okay? You aren't the first. You are not going to be the last. So know that if you're going through it, other people have gone through it, and there's many people who have gotten over that hump. So you have everything that you need on the inside of you to be a victor and not a victim over these things. Now, having a natural desire for intimacy And when your sex drive is just on 10, okay, that's natural. That is natural human uh, uh, behavior um, just because of the makeup of your body, okay? But what we're learning is to submit our flesh to the obedience of Christ Jesus, right? And so 1 Corinthians 10, 13 is saying that he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. What I mean by that is there's always in a way, uh, a way of escape. There's always a way out, right? So... When I talk to people, a lot of times they don't take that way out. They want the easy route, 
but they don't want to take the way out that God is providing. What way, what way out is that? So middle of the night, you're sleeping, everything's fine. You have like this, this dream and you wake up and you're just like, oh my gosh, my sex drive is on 10. What do I do? A lot of people just kind of roll over and go, God, I, I bind and I rebuke this in Jesus name. Like help me with this God. And you roll over and you try to go back to sleep because you really don't want to get up. You don't want to have to get up and deal with it. You just want to go back to sleep and everything be fine. But then you wake right back up or you can't go back to sleep. And you're just like, so tempted to give in to your flesh. You know, you're like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I'm just going to go ahead and watch this. Now, the way of escape sometimes isn't just saying, uh, uh, God help me. It's more than that, right? God gave us an entire Bible to use, um, uh, an, an entire Bible of instruction of how to deal with life's stuff, right? And so maybe a way of escape for you is actually physically getting up and out of the bed. Sometimes we just need to get up and, 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 and kind of just shake that thing off. Maybe you need a cold shower. Maybe, uh, you know, you just can walk around your room and just, um, uh, listen to praise and worship for a little bit, uh, pray in the spirit, whatever you need to do. But sometimes you need to physically get up and, 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 and do something, uh, that will help you to resist the enemy. Just rolling over and going back to sleep, it kind of just, it doesn't really do anything half the time, right? It just, you're still in that state of the enemy trying to conquer your flesh and you aren't picking up your sword and combating the enemy with the word of God. So when the enemy's coming at you, if you just stand there and do nothing, he's going to do his best and probably defeat you. Okay. So we have to use what's in our arsenal to be able to defeat the enemy. And so it says that he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with temptation, he also provides a way of escape so that you can endure it. So a lot of times we don't take that way of escape. Now, second person, hello. Um, when we're talking about dealing with pornography and masturbation, I get some people who, I mean, honestly, it's like 50-50. It really is. Um, <laughs> or gosh, like 80-20 to where a person is dealing with pornography and, the ma- and, and, and masturbation in the sense of, they go to bed at night and they have a, a a sexual dream that is so intense, it feels like someone else is there. So intense to where you you kind of wake up and you're like, okay, I know I'm the only one here, but it didn't feel like I was the only one here. And there is um, um, times when when we open when we have opened ourselves up to certain things and let's say just sexual morality, right? Coming out of homosexuality, um, the enemy went hard when it came down to, uh, trying to pull me back into sexual things, right? Uh, lust is such a big factor, um, when it comes down to homosexuality. Uh, and so the enemy is like, okay, 
I'm going to pull you back into this the best way I know how. And one of the ways that he does that is by sexual things. And so the enemy will um, um, use demonic entities to try to get you to focus on and turn your heart towards the temptations of the flesh, the things that satisfy the flesh, instead of focusing on the things that will satisfy the spirit and focusing on things that will help us um, um, defeat the enemy. And so a lot of times people will have sexual dreams and uh, it'll be maybe of exes, it'll be the same sex, and it'll be whatever the enemy's trying to put in our mind to tag us to, to try to get us to stay close knit to the sin that we're trying to get away from. And so, you know, I have a lot of people who are, uh, coming out of homosexuality and this is what they deal with. They're like, Jessica, I'm in this bed by myself, right? I am trying my best to follow God. And I have never had one of these intense sexual dreams in my entire life. But now I am like, what is going on? You know, and I'm just like, that's the enemy. Like he will always try to beat you down into submission. He wants you to think that you will always be stuck. You will never uh, walk away from homosexuality. God could never change the way you think. God can never change the way you feel. God can never um, 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 deliver you from, from sin and all of that stuff, right? You're always going to stay the same. And so the enemy tries his best to get you to, to think that way. And so he will start putting people in your path. I'm talking about like, People, all of a sudden, you're just getting, uh, uh, all of a sudden, people are just starting to flirt with you of the same sex. And you're like, man, I never got this much attention in my life, right? But the enemy is just throwing all of his darts. He's throwing everything at you, his full arsenal, trying to get you to think that God cannot do what his word says he can do, right? And so um, if the enemy can get you to think that God can't do it, then a lot of times people give up in serving God. A lot of times people give up in pursuing God because they just feel defeated. Oftentimes because they allow the enemy to win in their life. And so when it comes down to um, overcoming uh, those obstacles of porn and masturbation, sometimes it just is a comfort, right? Sometimes it's a comfort if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling whatever, a lot of times going to porn and masturbation and, and ma- masturbation is like a uh, blankie, right? It is just something that we do to make us temporarily feel better, but it really leaves us empty in the end. And a lot of us who who struggle with that, we see that. We see where we fall and we give into this and It's a temporary satisfaction, but it leaves us empty and it leaves us void and it leaves us just going, man, I know I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyway. Why? Because a lot of times the enemy, he will always make things that 
is sin, something that is not healthy for us, he will make it look like it is glittering and it is so appetizing and he will just try to get us to desire that thing. And when we do indulge in it, it leaves us empty and it leaves us at a place where we're just like, man, God, I know I shouldn't have given into that and I apologize. And so we have to really begin to realize the tactics of the enemy in our lives and realize, okay, the enemy is trying to come at me to try to break me down. So it's, it's realizing that the enemy's coming at you and then taking the word of God and using it against the enemy. James four, seven, it says, submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. If we keep trying to resist the devil, and then we give in. We resist and we give in. We resist and we give in. We can't blame that on God. We we can't say, devil, why haven't you fleed? Well, we keep giving in. That doesn't mean that you aren't going to like... That doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect and flawless and never sin. No, yeah, you're going to fall every now and then. But I'm talking about making a practice of falling, right? If... If I'm trying today and then tonight I say, man, I don't feel like trying anymore. I'm going to give in and I have a pattern of doing this and I'm not even trying to resist, right? Oftentimes Christians at this point will get upset and say, well, God, the devil's not fleeing. So I'm going to stop fighting him. The devil's still here. He's still messing with me. I'm getting tired of fighting. So I'm just, I'm just done. Well, wait a second. That's not what the word of God says. It says, submit and resist. Do your best to resist. I think a lot of times we don't do what we could do when it comes down to resisting. I think a lot of times we give up too easily. And come on, I'm not perfect. There's areas that I fall in, you know, but my objective is to not make a practice in falling. My objective is to try my best to say, okay, I'm not going to do it again. And let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you will always just kind of tug on you. All right, this may happen today. Don't give in to it. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I thinking that this may happen today? For example, super weird. I woke up and all day I had on my mind um, why I shouldn't drink alcohol, right? And I'm just thinking to myself, this is random, I know I'm not supposed to drink alcohol, right? But it was just reaffirming over and over again in my mind why I shouldn't drink alcohol. And then people invited me out to, you know, go eat and have a drink. And so the Holy Spirit was winding me up because he knew what the enemy was going to do. And so the Holy Spirit was like, I got you. We got you. I'm giving you everything that you need. I've been hyping you up, Jessica. You know what to do. All you got to do is say no. I've been giving you scriptures, right? I've been doing all that all day for this one moment. It's up to you whether you resist the enemy or not. It's up to you whether you say, man, screw it. I'm going to do what I want to do. Or you say, okay, God, I'm going to say no. And I'm going to turn from this sin. I'm going to turn and focus on you. It may suck. You may want to do what you want to do. But just because you want to do what you want to do, it doesn't mean that it's helpful or healthy for you. All right, 
I'm going to stop right there. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you love this, please definitely um, uh, give. There's a link somewhere. Your donations go to my ability to be able to minister to people around the world. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. <laughs>